0: Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together on our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is War, Dumb, and Wisdom. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode one of two. So who wins in your decisions? The dumb you, who often acts independently in a spirit of pride and inflated self-confidence? Or the wise you? that seeks to communicate and involve others who are added wisdom in your decision-making endeavors. Did you know that the dumb you is at war with the wise you? Did you know that the lack of understanding knowledge part of you, and we can all, at some point in time, fall into that box, is at war with the current level of understanding of the knowledge that you have knowledgeable you? Yes, the twin sisters named stupid and dumb are at war with you, attacking your communication center. What? Don't we have wars in the natural that tell us that communication, or the lack thereof, wins or loses wars? Listening, hearing, and seeing, when in action, are the greatest weapons we have for fighting this war. So now you know that one of the greatest battles you will face is making wise decisions over dumb ones. And the results you got will tattle and tell you who was zooming who. Look, Ephesians 2, 1, 3. And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Now I already did a message titled Fearsdom, When Fear Gets Confused as Wisdom, in which I discuss at length, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and instruction. But so in this case, it's not a repeat of that message. Nope. I got this Easter morning in 2022 and thought I might pull back the veil of war so that you understand which position you are taking in the battle when you operate from the flesh. Look again. Isaiah 55.8 For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Seems easy enough, although we should have and speak the mind of Christ after we have been authentically born again. We at times reproduce the arm of the flesh, which always leads to the manifestation of stupidity or dumb acts. Look thrice. 1 Corinthians 1.25 Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. This is why I say that if you are authentically born again, then you should as much depends on you, make wise and prudent decisions, and win the battle against stupidity. Look forth steep. Proverbs 12.1 Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge. But he who hates correction is stupid. I always thought that was funny to read that word stupid in the Bible. But it's in there. You see, stupidity follows a person who has it all figured out and feels the need to include no one in the affairs of his or her decisions. Think about how many arguments you have had with other people. Not with yourself whereby eventually you came to the conclusion that you were wrong, but continued to defend your position anyways. Is that classified as smart or dumb? Let's see what or how Paul describes this war in your members. Romans 7.23 But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Wait, but so I am fighting against myself? Yes, now that you are born again, your old man is fighting against your new man. Now you know where the kid bickering line, Stop hitting me, stop hitting me, stop hitting me, came from. Romans 6.6 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Ephesians 4.17 And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, in true righteousness and holiness. The old man is a dumb old mule, self-willed and all-about-rebellion type of person. See, even Peter agrees and warns us of the old man. Second 2 Peter 2.10 And especially those who walk according to the flesh, in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries. So you see, you can only act one of two ways on this planet, Regardless of what you do or say about yourself, and regardless of all of what good things you have done, you fall into the new man or the old man category. Now as a believer, I'm on a journey to recognize this, and so whenever my old man is tested to manifest, I can pass the test by responding in wisdom, which oftentimes happens by refraining from talking at all. A silent response is sometimes the most difficult one to give, and when we don't, it can also be the most damaging and require years of repair. So now let's see the reality of a dumb tongue through the mouth of James. James 1, 2, 9, 20, 26, 27, 3, 1, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith reproduces patience. Help, I'm falling into trials and I can't get up. <laughs> Seems a bit ironic that I should be but falling into trials, and not just walking into them. At any point, the point I am making about this point is that it points to the fact that you will be tested with trials to increase your faith, just slow enough to produce faith. Verse 4 But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I did a message which in part discusses being perfect, sinless, righteous, blameless, holy, etc. As if we needed more of what seems to be impossible descriptors, right? At any rate, this should be enough for you to want to be patient. If you lack this trait, then you probably didn't make it this far into the message, so you may not know anyways. But so if you have made it this far, then you have done a good thing as this one point is enough to combat against stupidity and dumbness. Verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Okay, so God, this is coming off a little sharp. Can we gently ease into what you are trying to teach us here? I should talk, right? Now I don't know where James got this analogy other than maybe the Sea of Galilee, but I think about what he may have been watching as he was in the boat with Jesus. Sitting there while Jesus was sleeping on his pillow, watching a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Perhaps he asked, What good does a wave that has no purposeful direction good for? It helps not to get the boat to its intended destination. It just goes wherever the wind decides it should go. Surface Confusion I think about the movie, The Perfect Storm, and it still takes my breath away that the ocean can be so unstable, such as to create such enormous waves in what seems like just one minute, and in another, be like glass. So how does this translate into our lives? What does a life of instability look like? If you're not sure, then you should probably wake Jesus and ask him. If he's not available, then ask a good buddy who knows you and is paying attention to your life. By the way, Jesus is always available. Now, your good buddy system should include authentically born-again believers so that they don't make things worse. And yes, smart friends not connected to God can make things a lot worse. Remember, there are many who are trying to get into heaven but will not be able. Luke 13, 24. Why? Because they are doing their version of Christianity, absent of the will and instruction from God. Matthew 7, 21, 24. It is these that should be called wave starters, and they do so to feed the winds of confusion that will ensure your situation doesn't get any better, but begins to look like their own, kind of out of control. Misery loves company, right? I know it sounds like I'm rambling, but this point is serious because we are not naturally inclined to go to those who can really help. Because like the Pharisees, when they heard the truth, they became offended. So are we, and we do. Good Christian friends don't just tell you what you want to hear, but also, and maybe in greater measure, what you need to hear. Wave bye-bye. Verse 9. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field he will pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with the burning heat than it withers the grass. Its flower falls, and its beautiful appearance perishes, so the rich man will also fade away in his pursuits. Now this is telling, as we rich Christians can get sideways with the pursuit of money as well. You see, money oftentimes acts like a very needy friend or baby, always requiring your attention. It is so difficult to manage a life of great resources and grow effectively in God. But, and I say but, if you are called to it, God will equip you to handle it. Just don't chase it down when it sprouts wings and flies away. Proverbs 23, 4, 5 Do not overwork to be rich, because of your own understanding. Cease. Would you set your eyes on that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings; They fly away like an eagle towards heaven. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy, and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Find a seat and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Mm-hmm. Thanks and see you next time in Deep Waters.